Good morning and welcome back, listeners. It is currently Thursday, May 7th, and this is today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill, brought to you by L5 Media. As always, I am your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu. We've got a lot on our plate today, listeners, the majority of which will be talk on the most recent earnings reports. And as expected, there were quite a few companies that have been hit hard by this crisis, but let's start things off on a high note today and hear about some of the winners. Go ahead and take it away, Simi. All right, Darian. So I'm going to start off with Peloton. They received a lot of flack recently for a very controversial advertisement as well as doubt over their general business model. But let me tell you, they've been doing great. Quarterly sales have jumped 66%, while subscriptions have increased by 94% as the pandemic has shut down gyms. Now, the company still reported a net loss of $55.6 million, but their revenue did exceed analyst expectations, and as a result, shares of the company surged by 7%. And Grubhub brought investors a bag of mixed emotions yesterday. On the one hand, the Chicago-based company reported total losses of $33.4 million, falling well below analyst expectations. But the good news was the company company showed a 12% increase in sales from this time last year. However, orders did plunge in late March as consumers started stocking up at grocery stores instead of ordering restaurant food. Ultimately, Grubhub shares fell by 3% in after-hours trading. Well, I know Papa John's has been fueling a lot of Grubhub sales recently, as Papa John's CEO Rob Lynch said that April was the best month in company history, with sales increasing roughly 27% in North America. And similar to Grubhub, Lyft didn't have a whole lot of good news to bring to the table yesterday with reported losses of $398.1 million last quarter. Yeah, it's definitely been tough for both of the ride-sharing giants, and now Uber is cutting about 14% of their workforce, while Lyft has recently cut 17%. And another one of the losers in the private sector yesterday was Costco, which announced that monthly sales fell by 12%. Now, I know this may not sound horrible in comparison to what other companies are currently experiencing, but it is important to note that this is the first time Costco has seen a dip in monthly sales since the Great Recession. And moving on to a topic that we don't address very much on the show is cryptocurrency. Now, Libra, which is backed by Facebook, just got a new CEO by the name of Stuart Levy, who used to be HSBC's chief legal officer and a former U.S. Treasury undersecretary. Well, all right, since we're going to go ahead and talk about cryptocurrencies, I think it's the perfect time to bring up the renowned VC firm Andreessen Horowitz, which just announced its plans to double down on crypto with a new $515 million fund. And now let's briefly discuss what's going on with markets. The Dow Jones and S&P 500 both saw small losses ranging from 70 to 90 basis points, while the Nasdaq was up 50 basis points as tech stocks continued to rally. Outside of equities, oil prices have increased to roughly $25 a barrel, which is 99% higher compared to a week ago, and Treasury yields remain at 69 basis points. And some of the most recent news in the political realm pertains to the possibility of another coronavirus aid package. As of now, Senate Republicans are expressing concern about the significant increases in the budget deficit. While the concern may be valid, President Trump has not been too happy about it and continues to push for tax cuts and an infrastructure package on top of the $3 trillion in funding that has already been approved. Well, President Trump has also been very busy vetoing a war powers resolution that would limit his ability to take military action in Iran without approval from Congress. So we can expect the Senate to respond to the veto as early as today. 
And one final note before we head out, listeners, the U.S. Department of Education just issued the final version of the new Title IX regulation, and it ultimately gives those accused of misconduct significantly more protection while still providing additional support for those who make the complaint. And as we wrap up today's episode, I have one quick note to share. Tomorrow, we will have another special guest who is an executive from the Indianapolis International Airport. So make sure to tune in. And if you like what you hear, take a few seconds to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. With that in mind, we look forward to seeing you bright and early Friday morning on our journey to redefine how you experience news. 